Welcome to Mindfully Integrative Podcast with your host, Dr. Damaris G. Mindfully Integrative is a podcast discussing ways toward mindfully incorporating integrative health into our lives. This podcast will have informative resources, fun topics, interviews, and discussions relatable for today with a true mindful perspective in a mind-body holistic life approach. Hello. This is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman, and thank you again for joining in on the Mindfully Integrative podcast. And I just wanted to let you know of our upcoming events and things. So if you want to know and reach out, our resources and our membership is opening soon. So check out mindfullyintegrative.com for more fun and more info. Thanks so much and talk with you soon. Hi, how are you? Welcome to the Mindfully Integrative Show. And this is Dr. Damaris Maria Grossman. And thank you guys for joining in. We have an amazing mindful chat with Colleen Ryan Hensley. She is a Navy veteran like myself. I'm so excited for you to meet her. Mental toughness expert, founder of Binging Sober or hashtag Binging Sober. So thanks so much for being on the show and taking your time with us. Thanks so much for having me, Dr. Damaris. No, no problem. And call me Damaris. It's all good. Um, <laughs> just a degree. No big deal. So tell me more about you and what uh, a little fun fact that people may not know about you. Ooh, fun fact. I have four rescue dogs and two rescue horses. Horses too? Big animal lover. I'm very new to the horses. Uh, we recently moved from North Texas down to South Texas and got a tiny bit of land. So we actually have two retired therapy horses. Yeah, they're very, very sweet. It's been an interesting adjustment, but I love it. I love getting to know their personalities and just, you know, having their, just having them around. It's fantastic. How, um, oh my God, the therapy, I remembered like being around, um, like going to horses and stuff. That's a big therapy for our military too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, my husband was the clinical director of Equest, which is an equine facilitated uh, therapy place up in North Texas. So that's how we've we've known the horses for a while. Oh, very neat. Yeah. Is it how you guys met through horses or through through, through the mission continues? Actually, oh, you met through the yeah. mission continues. Yeah, oh, yeah. We both applied for the fellowship back in 2012. I was living in Virginia at the time. He was in Texas where, you know, we still are. And we both got the fellowship and met at orientation. Oh my <laughs> kind gosh. Of through the horse because that's what he was doing post-Navy. That's amazing. Oh, so and you're both yeah. military, but not in the military at the time. Yes. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. We were just always wondering mission continues. And then those, and then you want to talk about what mission continues and it's just a quick, uh, So Mission Continues, still, it's kind of an iteration of it. Back then, they were giving fellowships to military veterans to continue serving in their community following military service. And they still have leadership programs and things like that. The program has evolved since. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was in that Team Red, White, and Blue group. And yeah, they all kind of worked together at some point. That's really cool. Very, very I love that you know who they are. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah. 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 I feel like the groups, I feel like the top three that I remember that worked together was Rubicon, Mission Continues, yeah. and um and the um what was the other guys? Not the uh Warriors groups. It was um oh my goodness, it was Team Red uh Mission Continues, Team Red, Right, and Blue, and then the um there was another group. And I guess Rubicon, the three, yeah. yeah. So 
But I really am so excited that you're on and you have so much to talk about because your your topic is pretty deep, but your and your story is a lot from what we generally were discussing and what mental health you call it, but you call it mental toughness. And then it's a hashtag being binging, binging sober. sober. I yeah. think those are pretty big things right there. So let's chat about it and um, tell me more. Sure. So mental toughness, one of my reasons for being is to redefine the way that we view mental toughness as a whole, as a society. The reason why is because this idea, this resilience focused idea of mental toughness is really necessary, right? For a lot of us in the military, first responders, I mean, in everyday life, we're facing a lot of stressful situations. So resilience is really important in the moment. But what happens is, what happened to me is that during a traumatic experience, I um, used my mental toughness that I prized in the military. I'm sure you can relate. Um, You know, we're a, a culture that really prizes this idea of being mentally tough. But what happened was I pushed the trauma away and buried it for 15 years. And it was impacting my life and coming out in all of these ways that I couldn't see at the time. But once I uncovered it and went back to that traumatic experience, to those painful feelings, to heal them, that is when my life changed and, you know, became full again. And so really, I really want to focus on this idea that mental toughness needs to include, yes, the resilience in the moment of the stressful situation, but going back to those feelings to process to process them, that is true mental toughness. <laughs> that is what we really need to focus on to give it more of a, um, a balanced perspective for all of us so that we we start facing those things that could be impacting our lives in really, you know, physical health, mental health, spiritual health, all of these different ways that you might not notice if you think you're just being tough and pushing it away instead of embracing it. That's so important that you see that because like people push it away and they think, oh, well, I observed it and I'm letting it go. But are you letting it go or are you just not really addressing what initially? So that pattern's still there. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And then you're, you know, you brought up this binging sober. So did you drink for many years? Are you sober now? I, so when I talk about sobriety with the program, hashtag binging sober, that's launching officially in January, I talk about, uh, I'm talking about a lack of intoxication in general from things that we use as escape. And yes, alcohol was one of the things that I leaned on right after the trauma, not knowing, I mean, it was a really big part of the culture in the Navy to begin with. So I was, you know, just thought it was fine. Everybody else was doing it. And really I was using it in excess to avoid these feelings and even, you know, post Navy as well. So alcohol included, but you know, we binge watch, we binge eat, we binge drink, we binge shop, we binge lots and lots of things that we have access to to try to feel better, to feel numb or not feel at all. Get away, right? Have no feelings. Exactly. But you know what? It tends to make us feel worse. And then we walk around tired and stressed and, and sick. And so binging sober is about taking sober binges. So time away from those things that we use as escape in order to embrace a natural state of mind, which is actually quite joyful. We just don't often experience that because we're constantly leaning on these other things. 
Mm. No, no, that's, that's, I mean, that's very important to say, because I feel like the, um, the invisible wounds that you're dealing yes. with or the, the traumas or the stressors or the things that are coming up, someone is listening here, understanding and going, I had that happen or I didn't have a trauma, but I feel lost. I feel yes. tired and I don't want to, yep. I'm binging, I'm doing this. I, I want to get away from my stressful day. Even if it's a situational moment, Yes. they're like, all right, yeah. let me get away from it. Why should I get away from it? Why am I trying to get away from it? Mm-hmm. And talking through that. So with your mental performance thing, is this a physical, is it a combination of working together when someone works with you? How is that? What kind of day is that? For? Like what kind of, you know, when we launch in January, it's really going to be a community of support. I'm launching instructional videos and I want to make this as accessible as right. possible, Perfect. all the tools and everything that anyone could need. Now I understand that a lot of people don't want to be a part of a community and that's totally fine. You can go it alone. Um, one-on-one coaching is available, but it'll look really similar. There'll be just more one-on-one accountability. And yeah. Support. With you directly. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. exciting. I mean, and then, um, you're focusing on a lot of the mental health, just obviously with veterans or, or you're helping all different individuals at this point. Everyone, everyone. Yeah. And what, you know, kind of, cause with your advanced degrees and also with your family, um, is this a, a like a, a nonprofit or is this a, um, your business that you're, you've done, you've started with? I've had a performing, mm-hmm. I have a performance coaching business. That's awesome. And then, um, so how can like, when it came to like your story and growing from this, what have you been doing this for a number of years? Yes. Like growing. Okay. Yes. Interesting story because I started doing this unknowingly in the military. And I know this is a very extreme example, but I would be, I was on a ship. So when I would go out for a few days, a week, a month, months, I wouldn't have access to those things that I was using a lot to try to feel better, to numb myself. And so I started noticing what my natural state of mind actually felt like. Mm. And so there was this really big difference between my quality of life at sea and my quality of life on land. That gave me the wherewithal to say, wait a minute, I actually want to be at sea. And then post Navy, post Navy, you know, I'd, I'd go into land, I'd go back to port or, you know, I'd be on land or at oh, home. Yeah. Okay. Doing all of the things that I was doing to escape and numb, but I would go out to sea and not do those things. And post Navy, I unknowingly carried this habit as it became into, you know, back into the real world. And I would take short periods of time away from those things that I was using to numb myself. And so I realized this and along with, I'm a huge advocate for mental health. And I, so I did, you know, I've used a lot, I've, I've had a lot of therapy and a lot of counselors over the years. And, um, this is something that I was doing to supplement that, or sometimes it was the only thing that I was doing this, you know, binging sober. And I realized, uh, three, three ish years ago that this is something that I'd created a pattern in my life to where I would actually, instead of wanting to escape and numb and use those things, I started to crave binging sober. I started to crave the natural state of mind instead of the numb place. It, it, um, as a person that can also relate to you on that, I feel that it, it takes quite a while, you know, not in a good or bad way, but teaching yeah. someone to be okay with the pause. Oh yes. Inside yes. moments. Um, and 
those individuals listening, you know, that the quiet times and the, the, the away from is challenging. And like you said, you changed your pattern that in itself is so important. Um, and that awareness that you're bringing, I, Hey, I'm always saying a mindful way, but that awareness that you're bringing within it or talking to someone so profound and is beyond, um, words that people don't even understand until they're actually doing the work and doing that, the, doing the unwork, I guess, in a way. <laughs> the foundations are awareness, control, and balance of these things. Perfect. Yeah. So, you know, at first you're not changing a lot. The big change is the awareness, putting the awareness around it. And not only just the awareness of what you are using, which you and I could be using different things, you know, or they could be impacting us in different ways. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't pay attention to how that, hey, how is this impacting me in three days or next week? Like we don't mm-hmm. put that together, that through line. So that's really what this is about is not, you know, I'm, there's not big changes right away. As someone, you know, with a background in performance psychology, I know, you know, you don't try to change 20 things at once. You know, this is all really about being you know, giving yourself grace, becoming aware of these things that you're using, stepping back a little bit, seeing how it feels. You know, it's not just this all at once, we're going to ask you to abstain from all of these things. It's more about balance. And it's more of a practice than of a, this is, this is the guide and the perfection up front. Like that's just not the way it works. No, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that it takes time. Yes. Yes. Um, I really like, I was, you know, your story, it just, it has a lot, you know, I know a lot of people can um, relate to it, not just military individuals, like, you know, having your history, you know, having the, you know, something that happened to you traumatically and then, you know, changing it and trying to, you know, move on and, and build from that. That's amazing. I mean, you're, you're married now and you have a family. I am. It was actually my husband that really, you know, I, I credit for, for, for uncovering this trauma and for doing the work to get there because I've been, so I've just been sabotaging relationships. I couldn't get close to anybody. I was being really self-destructive. I was just super self-centered and going around the world like, woo, you know, no, you know, no children, no responsibilities, no, you know, nothing. And then I met him and there was just something about him. And he, he, as a Navy vet had his own stuff, Yeah. but it was this, finally this place that I came to where I saw everything that I was doing, but I didn't understand why yet, because again, I'd repressed this trauma so much. It was just toxic and coming out, impacting my life. And I came to this point where I knew that I either had to face my own stuff and work on it or say goodbye to the relationship. And I didn't want to do that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, I can also commend you on the the partner. My husband is definitely um, part of my, my foundational rock. He definitely taught me so much. I mean, grew through many of things. And I think that, yeah, it's good to have that connection, whether it's a partner, whether whatever that is yeah. for you. Um, that connection and that strength to help through the way, because you cannot do anything alone. And I think no, that I thought I could. Yeah, we <laughs> think we can. We all think we can, right? Um, we're trying to change the world. I mean, that's that's part of it. But you know, it's a little by little. Um, I love if you could uh, leave the audience, or if you have more to share on your, you know, um, that you'd like to share with the audience. 
You know, the one thing that I have learned that I want everyone to know is that your beautiful life is in the exact same location as the painful feelings and the, um, the discomfort that you're trying to run from, whether you're aware of that or not, you know, we've been just, it's ingrained in us to, to, to move away from pain. It just is. But that is also where our full life is the acceptance of that pain and just going toward back toward it is just so rewarding. And the healing is so rewarding that that's really what I want people to know is that healing is the way out of feeling, you know, feeling tired or feeling sick or feeling sad or depressed. You know, I've struggled with depression my entire life. And now I, I feel like it's one of my good friends. Like I have a good relationship with it because it's given me a different perspective. And that is this, that we have to accept those painful feelings and accept that pain and move toward it and heal from it in order to live a full life. And the first thing that comes with that is realizing what we're doing with our time and what we're doing with our energy, if that is trying to escape and numb. I I definitely can see that, like that, those moments of kind of setting back. What is your... um? For you, what's one of your unmoments? What is your one of your binging sober moments? Like, what do you? What's your number one that you like to do? Nature. I love to be outside and just be outside. That's yeah, great. Love it. (laughs) And the animals, of course. I mean, oh, your animals. That's right, your animals. Well, I I figured you were going to say some sort of therapy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Your animals and being outside. Awesome. Yeah. Every. I mean, obviously, there's things like that. Like actually being in the nature, like with the nature in the dirt. In the dirt with the animals. Yeah. Nature. Yeah. Nature and uh, the animals can teach you so much. So Mm -hmm. very, very cool. Well, how can those um, reach you or get a hold of you? I'll have the information in the show notes, but I'd love for people to know um, how they can reach you and and, uh, get in touch with you also as a performance coach too, or just to send you an email. Uh, ColleenRyanHensley.com is my website. Uh, You can sign up for updates on the official launch of hashtag binging sober. That is in January of 2023. I'll be launching focus groups soon. So you can sign up again. If you sign up for updates, you'll receive information about that. And then I'm on Instagram at Colleen Ryan Hensley, and you can follow the hashtag binging sober. Love it. I can't wait to get part of your binging sober. You know, I'm always like, find a moment, but I think you know, people have to take that word binging and not, and use it as a positive, right? Like yes, let's take it a yes. different way. Cause you know, once you hear that word, you initially go, Oh my God, what are you doing? And then yeah. very cool. Very cool. Um, well, I really appreciate you being on the show and spending time with us and giving a little bit of your insight. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you guys, um, for being here and listening in and make sure you find a mindful way each and every day. Thanks for listening to Mindfully Integrative with Dr. Damaris G. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you enjoyed our show, support us by leaving a mindful review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite streaming site. If you would like to be a guest of our show or interview, email us at info at damarismaria.com. If you want to learn more about the resources mentioned in the podcast, you can find those in the show notes. To connect mindfully with Dr. Damaris G, reach her at www.damarismaria.com 
or connect via social media links. We appreciate your time connecting here with us. May your strength and peace within bring you more balance every day. Namaste.